welcome to Music She Missed, the podcast where I try to get my best friend caught up with some of the most popular songs and artists that impact our lives. I'm Allison. Hi, I'm Rachel and I missed all the music. Hey, Rachel, we're back for another week. How's it going? Good. This is season six, right? Yeah. What episode is this? I don't know. We're just trucking along. We're in the latter half of this season. And um, my question for you this week, have you ever broken up with somebody and then gotten back together with them later? No, but I have broken up with someone and then decided to get in the car and have a 19-hour car ride clear across the bottom half of the United States. And I want to let you know, I was like 10 and 2, driving along, crying my eyes out. And the guy was sitting right next to me in the passenger seat. I want to let you know that was the most awkward 19 hours of my life. So, anyhow. So, I already no, know No, I did not get back together with him, though. <laughs> or anyone else. Hmm. I wanted to get back together with someone. But that just didn't work out. This didn't happen. Okay. Hmm. Well, um, I have, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I, Who are you talking about? Th- this show isn't about me. Oh, sometimes it is. What's more important is that this week's artist mm. had a breakup and then six years later got back together. Oh, my goodness. Who are we talking about? Are you ready for the drum roll? I am. Okay, here we go. Drum roll. The Jonas Brothers. Just saw him on TikTok. What? Yeah, he has a TikTok um, account. He has two little girls and they were holding up a little sign. It was really cute. Which one of the Jonas Brothers did you see? I don't have TikTok. Oh, I don't know that stuff. Let alone, (laughs) I don't I only know one of them is married to that one actress that's really pretty, and that's about it. Okay, well, that's a start. Um, I'm going to throw some song titles at you, though I'm pretty sure it's going to be a no, just because I think some of these song titles are fun. Um, Sucker. Don't know that one. Year 3000. 3,000. Okay, nope, pass. They have a song called Before the Storm. Hmm. Yeah. No. No, sorry. Well, that's okay. You don't have to know it because you're about to. You're going to listen to the Jonas Brothers for an hour every day for the next week. How do you feel about that? Well... My question is, is this going to be okay for my daughter to listen to? I would I would guess so. You might want to listen to it one time through for yourself. But the Jonas Brothers started out on the Disney Channel. So it's probably going to be okay. But our guest host this week will be able to give you all the information. And I'm mm. super excited to bring her on. She's a super cool girl. And her name's Jess. Do I know her? You're about to know her, and you're about to know the Jonas Brothers really well. Yay! Okay, well, let's do it. 
Before you do, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being you've never heard of the Jonas Brothers before, and 10 being that they are your favorite TikTok channel that you <laughs> check in <laughs> on daily. Uh, yeah, my what husband's not a big fan of TikTok and doesn't like that I watch TikTok. But hey, when you have five minutes and you want to waste time, that's what you do. Um, I would say 1.5. You have mainly- heard of them. I've heard of them and apparently one is married with, you know, to an actress and the other one has two kids. So that's about all I know. Well, that's enough. I'll give you the playlist and audience, you can check out the playlist by going to Spotify colon user colon music she missed. Rachel, see you next week. Audience will be back with you in just a moment. All right, here we go. Welcome back. Rachel, you spent the last week listening to the Jonas Brothers. But before we talk about that, let's welcome uh, my friend and our guest host for this week, Jess. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Rachel, how did your week go? Uh, It is yet to be determined. I am not sure. Oh, interesting. Uh, Jess, you might have some work cut out for you. I'm kind of nervous, but I feel like I could win her over. <laughs> hmm, I don't know. There's <laughs> don't... a lot of guest hosts that are like, I tried, I tried, and she still gave me a two, you know, or something like that. Uh, okay. I just want to say, Rachel's not rating you as a human being. No. She's <laughs> rating the likelihood that she would listen to the Jonas Brothers again. But Rachel, I know you'll go into this having an open mind. And Jess, um, you know, Rachel's not sure what she thinks, but I want to start this show talking about what you think. When I approached you, um, whenever that was, to be on the show. Why did you pick the Jonas Brothers? So I picked the Jonas Brothers. I'll never forget the day you asked me. We were out (laughs) at dinner and you you brought up the podcast and said, do you want to be on? I immediately said, yes, I want to do the Jonas Brothers. Um, And I picked them because they were kind of my first experience with like a heartthrob boy band. My older sisters had the Backstreet Boys in sync. Um, when I got into high school, that's when One Direction became a yeah. thing. So I kind of grew up with the Jonas Brothers as that boy band heartthrob um, and kind of got to watch them grow in their musicality. I also was a, a young musician. Uh, I was more in the choir scene than you know, pop or or bands or anything like that. But it was fun to kind of grow up with them. And then now with their new music coming out, I'm in a different stage in my life, just like they are. So it's been just fun to grow and watch that growth happen. How long have you been listening to them? Like how many years? Oh, since day one. So their first album came out in 2006. Uh, So I probably was 10. That's wild. (laughs) So you're a groupie at the age of 10. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just uh, my question is, did, um, because I don't really know this. I wasn't watching the Disney channel in 2006. Did they, did they become musicians out of a show on the Disney channel or was like, or was it kind of like a combination kind of the same time? 
Yeah. So they actually did not get their start with Disney Channel. They started with Sony. Um, They so kind of to back up a little bit, Nick and Joe of of the Jonas Brothers, there's Nick, Kevin and Joe. Uh, Nick and Joe started on Broadway and just started doing little parts as like nine, 10, 11 year olds on on Broadway, like doing Les Mis, like the little boy in Les Mis or like Beauty and the Beast. And so that's kind of where they got their start. And in driving to and from New York City, they lived in New Jersey. Nick and his dad started writing songs together, um, just creating their their own thing. And they recorded a song and sent it to Sony and got a deal out of that. So they, they started with Sony first and then later joined Hollywood Records and the Disney Channel. Got it. That is so fascinating. We're going to have to take a pause here. I love Broadway music and I know Broadway music. I don't know that other music and that's what, you know, Allison is for. So <laughs> wait a second. They did Les Mis? Were they Nick- in Broadway or were they in London and the West End or what? did It, it was Broadway. Um, um, and I think Nick later, even like as an adult, went back and did Les Mis. Uh, and then Beauty, I know that I saw Beauty and the Beast is one of them. That is so cool. Was he like the little teacup? That's what I envision. <laughs> <laughs> that is well, so cool. Very cool. I love Les Mis. Um, that's one of my favorite Broadway productions. Um, very cool. All right. Um, so that that is a, a thing I did not know. Um, is there could you talk about their first albums? Because I see a couple here on the playlist um, came out both in 2006. Yeah, so their first album ever was It's About Time, and that's one that they did with Sony, and then the rest of them were through Hollywood Records, I think. Got it. Okay. Um, So we talked about that they're three brothers. Um, How did they get their musical talent? Did they come from a family of musicians? So music was really encouraged at home. Their father uh, was actually a pastor for a church in New Jersey, but they really, they, they saw their kids' talents. They saw what they were good at and they really leaned into that, which I loved. Um, And so from, from what I can tell, their dad could play some instruments, but I don't think that uh, he was famous for, for doing music, but they, they were a musical family uh, and really encouraged that in their kids. Rachel, I know you had a question about their parents' involvement. Um, Yeah, kind of curious. So some of these boy bands and kind of these Disney um, stars, like, for an example, Britney Spears, um, her her dad was her manager. Is that the case for the Jonas Brothers? Early on, their dad was their manager, but they quickly, like, once they signed with Sony and then began to blew up, uh, they partnered with a guy named Phil McIntyre, and then eventually Shirley Grant became their manager. Oh, gotcha. That seems probably healthier. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. After we did the Britney Spears week with, I don't know, free Britney. <laughs> I always feel for them. <laughs> Mom and dad are, I don't know, sometimes in the mix. <laughs> so they first um, were on Broadway. And so only two of them were into Broadway, but then they um, put out a CD that involved all three of them, correct? Yes, that's right. Okay. And how old were they at that point? 
So Kevin was 18 or 19, Nick was 14, and Joe was 17. Wow. And so question for you. I mm-hmm. it may be your opinion. And then I'm kind of curious what everyone else thinks, like, you know, the world, I guess. Which one out of the three is the most talented singer or most talented? I just wanted to say I thought you were gonna ask which one was the hottest. Oh, yeah. That That was the question I was preparing for as well. (laughs) I'm a happily married woman, so I don't know. I don't think that's enough. (laughs) So so musically, and I think everybody else would probably agree with me, um, Nick, the youngest, I think was the most musical. He's kind of the one that started the idea of the band and was the first one to try to do his own solo thing. Uh, He's always kind of been considered the it guy. And especially in their early days, it was like Nick and then the other two brothers. And then over time, it morphed into um, an equal playing field for all three of them. So Nick is probably the most musically inclined vocally and instrument wise. Gotcha. And he's the one that's married to the movie star that's on that show that does FBI, right? The one Quantico? Sure. Let's call it Quantico. <laughs> I, I think that's the show she does on ABC, but Joe is also married to an actress. Joe is married to Sophie, Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. They got married. So he's the one married to Sansa. Sansa? Yes. Sansa. It's the name of her character on Game of Thrones. Oh. Well, I didn't watch it either, so <laughs> I, I didn't watch the show. I was thinking uh, Santa, and I was like, "So there's a Santa Claus character now." <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> hey, this is me who loves Christmas. I had nine Christmas trees decorated in my house. So, okay. <laughs> so which one's the hottest? That's what I really want to know. <laughs> okay, so for me, I think that Joe Jonas is the hottest. I have always been in love with him most people do prefer nick though mm. poor kevin <laughs> everybody prefers one. <laughs> yeah. now is kevin married kevin is married and of them he is the only one with kids so he married um he was the first one to get married like way back in 2009 so kind of like when they blew up and were becoming famous he married a woman named danielle and they now have two daughters and danielle for a long time was blamed for them splitting up like kevin getting married and having like family life Uh, a lot of people that we didn't know what was really going on behind the scenes just kind of assumed that him getting married was the reason that they split we now know that that's not the case but i do feel for her of like She's the Yoko. She's the Yoko of the Jonas Brothers. Exactly. Exactly. Got it. Okay. (laughs) So where did he meet her if the other two brothers got married to movie stars? So they were family friends. They met on vacation. Uh, They they just were traveling as family friends. And that's kind of when they uh, thought, oh, you're cute and you're cute. And then started dating. And yeah, he, they got married early on in 2019 or excuse me, 2009. And then the other two didn't get married till 2018 and 2019. So like there was a good chunk of time where he was the only married one. Well, let's, Mm. let's talk about um, the breakup because here on this playlist, um, there is a lot of the artists says Jonas brothers, but there's also some that are just Nick Jonas. And there's another one by DNC. I don't know if it's dance or DNC. Can you help me out with that? 
D-N-C-E. Okay. I didn't know if maybe it was like dance minus an A. Um, so what's the, what's the story? So essentially for their breakup, Nick wanted to do his own thing. He, he saw their success and also kind of was in the back of his brain being like, I'm still the it guy. And I want to see what I can do by myself. Mm -hmm. And so from that, the other two brothers kind of got offended, of course, of, Hey, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But Nick wants to go and do his own thing. So he does that and comes out with his own album. So the song close on there is from that album. And it was really kind of the first time that we had heard him do his own thing. And it was, that song was pretty popular almost instantly. Um, I think he did it with Halsey who also was blowing up at the time. And so that's what that is. That was his attempt at his own solo album and has since come out with a couple, I think just within the past week or so, he came out with another solo album called Spaceman or Space Jam. One of those. Uh, (laughs) I never really got into his solo stuff just because I was still personally offended that he broke up the Jonas Brothers. Understood. It got personal for you. (laughs) It's personal for me. (laughs) Meanwhile, so Joe Jonas starts D&CE, which is meant to be dance, but they were drunk and couldn't spell dance right. And so that's where the name comes from. He started that band with his roommates and they have a very different vibe. So Rachel, I have to apologize to you. I didn't know um, that his songs were so naughty. I had only heard them on the radio and didn't realize <laughs> um, <laughs> that there were same. swears in there. <laughs> yeah, Thanks there by the ocean. I was like, yeah, this playlist is fine. I've heard this song. And then I was listening to this playlist driving and I called Rachel like mid drive. And I was like, don't listen to Cake by the Ocean with your daughter. <laughs> I didn't know. I would have told you. So the the E for explicit is on there. But I told Allison this. I I genuinely thought he might have said like damn in a line. And that's why he got the E. I had no idea that other other swears were in there. So I, I have a formal apology for your family. Yeah, it's okay. Um, for the most part on the first day I listened in the headphones anyways. So Jess, how did they get back together? So they they came back together and this actually is covered pretty heavily. They have an amazing documentary called Chasing Happiness where they kind of cover their their rise and their fall and and their splits. So they came back together just I think genuinely out of a place of wanting to reconcile and let's try again. I don't know if there's a lot of bands out there that start together separate and then come back together and still be able to really shine through it you know I think that's really cool some bands come back together for like reunion tours where they don't like make new stuff yeah but but really be able to shine through and just really enjoy the um camaraderie again and I think that's really cool I want to shift into talking about the music um Rachel I know you had a question about their music so as I was listening to them and how you kind of split the playlist and, and I honestly take that to heart of how um, the guest host or Allison really takes that time of how they're placing music into the playlist. And so I was listening to the first half specifically, and then into the second half and then kind of curious as, as they were continuing to grow, did they write their own music and was that consistent in the different stages in their lives and their music? 
Yes. So in their in their early albums, they were meant to be a punk rock band. So that first album, I think that you can really hear that the most of they they were being marketed as a punk rock band with Sony. And then it wasn't until they got to uh, Disney that they became a little bit more pop and relatable for like our age group, because as 13, 14, 15, 16 year olds, maybe 16, but the younger age group, like that wasn't really speaking to us. And so the first time around their album didn't do so well, but then once they got to Disney, they, they started to morph into a little bit more pop and more relatable to our age group. And so for those first few albums, yes, it mostly was written by them with their most recent album. I think they had a little bit more outside help just with the musicality lyrics. I think for the most part are always them and then instruments they get help with here and there, but Overall, I would say they write their own stuff. I didn't wow. You cool. kind of surprised me on that. <laughs> me too. I was certain there was a giant machine back there churning out <laughs> Jonas Brothers hits. Um, so why don't we talk about, Rachel, your response to the music? And, you know, as Jess said, we kind of have these two halves of the playlist. They're not in perfect chronological order. And Jess, I'm sure you'll explain kind of your choices. Um, but what were you feeling as you were listening to this playlist? Let's talk about let's talk about some of these songs. So overall, I am um, not a fan of the teeny bopper music. Sorry, I would say at the very beginning of the week, where it was just um, it was really hard for me to power through through that hour, and I just like, especially I don't know. Even some of the later songs, um, maybe Toothbrush, that high pitchedness, I was just like, oh, that's definitely on my dislike pile. And and I kind of knew it would always stay in my dislike pile and it wouldn't travel back to my like pile because um, there's some of it. It was just. It, it just didn't flow with me. <laughs> didn't quite resonate. Jess, do you, how do you feel about Rachel's critique of the teeny bopper-ness? I feel like this is just a different generation's boy band, you know, a different style, different musical style. I don't listen to boy bands though either. So, (laughs) but what, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? I totally hear you because now those early albums, those aren't going to be my go-to songs for them now they're fun to listen to every once in a while but I'm not going to listen to that album every day but at the time super 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 was into that and especially with some of the songs that they wrote were connected to other Disney Channel stars and so that was really exciting at the time Um, but I I totally hear you they're not going to be the go-to every day but at the time I can appreciate it for what it was do you have some like personal memories that kind of link some of those songs? Yeah, lots of car rides, like getting picked up after school and the the Disney Channel radio would be on because this was like before iPods, like any of us really had like iPods or shuffles. And so it would it would come on the radio and just having your girlfriends, you're all sitting in the back of the minivan. <laughs> headed to practice or rehearsal or whatever and the Jonas Brothers come on and everybody knows the lyrics and so like burning up that that was a go-to SOS those were go-tos of just like yelling out of my friend's minivan just screaming those lyrics awesome 
Um, Rachel, why don't we why don't we get this out of the way? Let's talk about some of the songs you didn't like, and um, then we'll move on to the ones you liked. Um, so again, I think it was like the very beginning of the first um, half of the list of Year Three Thousand, SOS, The Storm, mm-hmm. um, This Is Me, um, The Storm part. It just though it wasn't as teeny bopper of a song, um, but there's that country sound to it. Um, and I think that one um, singer that sings with them, Miley Cyrus, is she a, she a country singer? <laughs> she is not now. So her father is Billy Ray Cyrus. He was a very famous country singer and she had her own Disney channel show, Hannah Montana and became more pop. She likes to dabble now kind of in country, but it's not what she's known for. Gotcha. Billy Ray Cyrus. That's the, um, did we do one of those songs? We did. Icky Breaky Heart was on the worst songs playlist. <laughs> from season three (laughs) yes okay so she's from him yes wow okay okay now i can for another episode (laughs) now i can understand why she's in my dislike pile okay (laughs) (laughs) um then it kind of goes into this disney sound yeah and it it sounds very disney Disney disney-ish what is camp rock this is a movie Yes. So I'm glad that we're talking about this because I only, I did not put those songs on there because I like them, but because they were an important part of how they became who they are. So those are just on there just so that you know, okay, this was a portion of their life. It is not because I like those songs. So Camp Rock was a movie that Joe Jonas was offered. And he said, I'm not going to do it unless my brothers can come and do it with me. This was like right as they were beginning to blow up. And so he got offered the lead role in this movie. And it's in this film where we get Demi Lovato. This was her breakthrough movie of and now she's she is famous and got her own disney tv show um but camp rock was a movie not a very good one as most disney channel movies go um and then from that you'll also i can't remember if i put one or two i hope i just put one uh song from their their tv show jonas they briefly had a disney show called jonas of them being enrolled like in a private school and what that experience was of being uh, celebrities going to school and that show was not good and they will say that they regret doing it (laughs) so that Disney sound very much was was then being pushed that direction. I was okay. I kind of liked the song "This Is Me" as I was listening to it, and I was like, "This song sounds so familiar." And I was like, "Why do I like this?" And then I realized it's almost identical to the song "Everywhere" by Michelle Branch. And then I went and listened to them like back to back, and was like, "Oh wow, these are really similar." <laughs> Yeah, almost like a direct knockoff. Yeah. But, I mean, it was, it made me like it enough. You know, those chord changes and that style, I didn't dislike. Let's pick one more song to talk about in the dislike pile when you, uh, when you really would like to mention. And then we'll move to the likes. Yeah, Cake by the Ocean and Toothbrush. I'm not um, the biggest fan of language, so that's why I, I put them in that pile. <laughs> Sure, I understand. I will say with Toothbrush, 
I like that song. You mentioned that you don't like how, how high he sings. I like it because of how high he sings. Cause he's basically in his falsetto the entire time. And I think that's really impressive. So that's why like that, I really gravitate toward that song just cause musically that's a hard thing to do and maintain. Uh, so, but I, I understand that you don't like those. It's okay. Yeah. For me, I just, from listening to the beginning of the podcast, um, podcast list where they've got this teeny bopper kind of feel and where you're kind of like made to fall in love with them and that they're kind of stopped in that time. And then you hear this language out of cake by the ocean and toothbrush where I'm like, wait a second. I think they're like teenage boys going to high school, break dancing with their friends in the gym, you know, where, and now they have language. Uh, Mm -hmm. It just kind of makes me think that that's not them. And it's, they're more of the breakout into synchronized dancing kind of boys. So I don't know. Yeah, so it's going to make me think that that was them. Artists change and mature and they, yeah, yeah. their styles change and what they sing about can change. We've yeah. About- and D, D and CE was just Joe. That was not the, the collective group. That was just Joe's band that he created. And I think a huge part of their identity was kind of being a little bit more raunchy just so that he could have his own breakout identity. Cause a, a huge part of the Jonas brothers as well, when they were growing up was because their dad was a pastor. Uh, they, they all wore purity rings for a very long time. And that was a huge part of how they were known of like these boys that don't mess around. They don't get in trouble. Look how good they are. They're abstinence all the way. And so I think that when he broke out and did his own thing, he was like, I'm going to, we're going to play a little bit more with the secular side of things. Mm, interesting. I, I think that's one thing about music she missed. I'm listening to this entire band and the, their entire um, kind of lifespan in one week where I'm just seeing these boys go transition um, from different stages in their music and different stages in their lives where it's going where for me, it's kind of hard to compress that all into one week where for you, as you experience the bands and experience the music, you've got this lifetime of like, Oh, this spanned on like 15 date, 15 years of my life, 20 years of my life. And for me, it's sometimes so hard to go that fast where for me in the LA baby and the cake by the ocean toothbrush, where for them to have that switch so quick, it, it kind of just abrupts me. Mm-hmm. So that kind of a thing where absolutely with our method of how I'm learning the music. (laughs) That's a really valid point, Rachel. I'm glad you're bringing that up. It is very difficult um, to cram so much music in, but if we didn't do it, you wouldn't do anything. So (laughs) this is what we've got. Um, Let's talk talk about what you did like, um, because I know you liked um, some of it. I liked a lot of the same stuff, though I also like Cake by the Ocean. So what songs did you like? So come back. That was probably my favorite. I I do have a favorite song in uh, my mix um, because I can hear their voices and I like their lyrics. And I feel there are some songs that I've, you know, heard from the different artists that we've experienced with Music Shemis where they're singing to me. And I felt like this song, Come Back, they were singing to me. And I I like that. Um, I thought that was a personal aspect of it. Uh, Jess, any comments on that? Is that one of your favorite songs? 
Yes, I love that song, Come Back and Then Love Her, were both kind of written as love letters to their wives, but I feel like also to their fans of like, come back to me, baby, I'll come back to you, of like, they left us, they straight up, (laughs) little teenage me, they split and they left their fans and now they're circling back around, so I, that's kind of how I interpret the song, but those were meant to be like love letters to their wives, which as women, I feel like we really, we really love to see definitely um there are a couple other songs that I really enjoyed as well um until we meet again and love her as well just the slower sound um really um accentuated their voices so I have a quick question with him being in Les Mes in Broadway um, and things like that, my guess is the boys have gotten formal training, classical training, opera training. Is that a good guess? I honestly don't know. I, I would hope that there was professional training involved. And I think especially with Nick, you can hear a little bit more nasally sound that's very specific to theater and Broadway. Um but that that's a good question. I honestly don't know. Um, Rachel, you also liked the songs Sucker and Roller Coaster. Is that right? Yes. So <laughs> these two songs, I felt, again, there's another artist that we've done um, with Music She Missed. I felt cool because I was listening to these songs. And um, <laughs> it was kind of fun. Um, later in the week, I um, figured out how... I was going to identify this band. Um, you know, was it going to be just only teeny bopper or no? So my daughter really likes to go get um, ice cream. She has like the sweetest tooth ever. She loves ice cream. And so we went to Sonic drive-in um, and I don't know if it was the Jonas brothers, but I felt like it was the Jonas brothers that was coming over the song on the PA. And I was like, that's it. That's how I'm going to identify the Jonas brothers. They are a sonic drive in kind of music band where they're very just peppy. They're happy. They're um, fun, fun. You want to dance. You want to sing in the back seat of the car. You've yeah. got your, um, bop into your head and so um, burning up and sucker are just in roller coaster are just some of those su- songs that were on my like list because of that where it was enjoyable I liked it and I want to say that almost all of those songs Rachel are from the same album happiness begins which just came out in 2019 so just for me where since we're in different generations um kind of the this um this teeny bopper stuff didn't it doesn't do it for me because I wasn't there it wasn't my time but listening to their latest music I was like okay I could see myself listening to this going forward like I would go and listen to happiness begins and I would check out like whatever they do next because it was fun and dancey exactly what Rachel was saying I also like the sexy ones but <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And that's been the fun thing about when they when they came back. So Sucker was the first 
uh, record that they released coming back. And in that music video, it's so fun. It's very like Marie Antoinette themed and it has their wives in it. And so that, that was really special. Like there's kind of a joke now amongst Jonas brother fans of when we were younger, we wanted to like marry the Jonas brothers. Now we just want to be friends with their wives. Um, so that's been cute. that's been very fun to see with Sucker and then Roller Coaster very much is written about kind of their journey of their fame, the fall, growing back into fame again. And then real quick, you mentioned um, Until We Meet Again. That's a single that Nick Jonas released. He's now a, a judge on The Voice. That's kind of what he's doing right this second. And oh. so he, he sang that during a presentation or, you know, a recording of the show of The Voice. So um which I think it's fun that he's kind of giving back to being on the voice and like giving back in, in that way of identifying up and coming artists. Well, that's really cool. Jess, thank you so much for sharing the journey of the Jonas brothers as people and as artists and making that part of Rachel's journey of discovering music. Rachel, you've learned all about these guys. We've um, gotten some real good stories and some likes and dislikes are you ready to rate the likelihood that you would listen to the jonas brothers again let's see uh one being burning up because you're taking the albums and throwing them in the garbage and lighting it on fire and 10 being um toothbrush because you want to leave their toothbrush at their place that's how much (laughs) you love them (laughs) <laughs> Where would you rate the likelihood you're going to listen to the Jonas Brothers again? I would say four. Four. Considering how much you hated, just take that as a win. Yeah. Yeah. When we <laughs> when we started, we were at a two. So I, I'm happy that we even left two. If we had made it to three, I'd be thrilled. But a four, even better. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, so this season has been so different than the past seasons in the sense that I am really, it's a lot of it's starting to click in many different ways. And so I'm just being a little harsher, Um, not harsher, but just more critical. Yeah, you know what you like, you know what you don't like. Yeah. Jess, I like you. And I have to tell you that for me, you got me to raise my esteem of the Jonas Brothers a lot. So I appreciate that. Yeah, hands up. Awesome. Jess, can't thank you enough for being on the show. We hope you'll come back and share another musician that you love with Rachel. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. We love having you here and we look forward to having you again um, because I know there's so much music out there that I still have to learn. So um, you'll have to pick another band or a group or person or whatever and come back. If you, our audience, want to follow along with Rachel's journey of musical discovery, uh, like us on Facebook and Twitter, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, and listen to this playlist and all the other playlists by searching for Spotify colon user colon music she missed. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.
Great job.